0: right well last week went well down uh had lots of lots of messages so that's a good start
1: yeah well good welcome back onto the onto the circuit as such and uh yeah i mean i listened back and didn't like you on it but i sounded great so
0: yeah 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 i, I was very similar to be honest i thought should yeah, i was should i really yeah. find like someone else to do it with from now on because <laughs> you're you're maybe not the guy you were when we started it but <laughs>
1: Uh, Still the best cook though, so it's all
0: right. It's debatable. Let's get on with today's show. <coughs> on today's show, we have got Shropshire lad, A.K.A. Adam Purnell. How are you doing, mate? Are you all right?
2: Hey, how's it going, man? Yeah, I'm good. You?
0: Yeah, good. Thanks, thanks for coming on the show. Yeah, no, thanks for having me. It's quite quite a funny one actually, because I, I was looking back through like the lists of guests we wanted to get on our show and bear in mind me and dan wrote this list for guests we want to get on our show about a year ago and you you were actually like top on the list but i'd never reached out to message you to see if you wanted to come on the show Uh, (laughs) we we normally say we've been trying to get older people for ages and ages and not been able to do it but in this case it was just we never messaged you
2: (laughs) yeah i believe i believe you yeah
0: Thousands wouldn't. <laughs> so, do you want to start off and just introduce yourself and who Shropshire Lad is?
2: Yeah, so my name's uh, Adam Purnell, um, and sort of I'm a lad from Shropshire, basically, who um, I've just been always been really into cooking um, and. Friends of mine sort of always, you know, liked my food and whatever, and one of my mates really likes making YouTube videos. So he sort of said, ah, oh, do you want to try to make a couple of uh, cooking videos? And um, so I was like, yeah, right. and so we, we sort of set up. And the first video I put onto my YouTube channel was um, was just cooking in the house. Was, I was cooking a leg of lamb in my dad's kitchen. Um, and then uh, shortly after that, moved out of my folks' place. I was sort of in between relationships, moved into another Into a house with my uh, my partner uh, at the time, and um, basically we didn't have a very good kitchen. Uh, It was like the oven was nasty, and you know it just looked horrendous. And I didn't want to film in there, so I thought, oh, we'll start making some videos on the barbecue outside. So it was a spring. It was about this time of year, I think, and um, and then kind of it just sort of went from there. I I seem to just get this reputation for being. a she- you know, a barbecue chef. Um, we've got a local barbecue company uh, to us, Kadai Fireballs as well. You've probably heard of Kadai. Yeah. Um So they got, they got hold of my videos quite early on. And because they're up the road, I sort of started doing bits of work with them. And they sent me there to Taste of London and things like this to do demos. And, yeah, then all of a sudden I've got this sort of reputation as a, as a live fire slash barbecue chef. And, um it's always been something I've been kind of into, but I was more of just, you know, an, an average, well, you know, everyday sort of home cook. Uh, it wasn't always about barbecue. It was just just love cooking, but it's kind of just gone that way over the last sort of four years, maybe.
0: Yeah, I, so, think, I think that yeah. was probably actually where I, so I'm just thinking back to like when I would have added you to this list of people. And I think it was actually from Taste. Now you've said it, I I can I can imagine, I'll like visualise in my head, where you were at Taste Festival with the big fire bowl in the background, it just that's right. It's yeah, it's like it's. I love Taste Festival. It's awesome. Oh, it's it? amazing!
2: It's amazing. I hope it happens this year. Well, obviously the summer one's already cancelled, but like I've never done the summer one. But the the, the I really love the uh, the one at Tobacco Dock in November. Yeah. Um, you know the, the vibes in there are just uh, it's such a brilliant venue, and you know it's 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 I love doing that one. Um, yeah. So I'm hoping that it'll be, hoping fingers crossed we can get that one in this year because. Lost the rest of them, really, haven't we? <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> you know, the later ones, hopefully, will be back in the game by then, won't we? Nice here, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I've cause... only I've been to Tobacco Doctor Meatopia, but I haven't been to Taster. Imagine it's right, pretty good though.
1: It's
0: a yeah, cool, it's very quite... cool venue. Isn't it?
2: Yeah, it's quite boozy. You know, it's not really like a a food festival, like I I would. Uh, think Of a food festival, I mean, there's um, yeah, there's a lot of booze, and there's a lot of restaurants where you can get like tasters, you know, like little sort of little plates and stuff. Yeah. Um, but it seems like a big piss up mostly,
0: yeah. Uh, I don't know, that, <laughs> that, point, that, that is what a food <laughs> festival's been to, in my opinion, <laughs> yeah.
2: I suppose so. Um, it just, yeah, there seems there are some, um, some other you know, bits where you can go and buy bits and pieces, but it's yeah it's quite boozy it's quite high tempo i mean that the the fire pit area is, is a brilliant stage you know it's, it's the way it's sort of set out because it's with if you haven't been into tobacco dock you've kind of got two levels um of uh, it's sort of semi indoors because you've got cover over parts of it and then open bits so you've got this big fire pit in the middle but it feels like you're kind of inside yeah. um and it's just yeah it's really cool great venue
0: yeah yeah and like talking of food festivals shrewsbury food festival is kind of your your little baby really isn't it
2: yeah well i wouldn't say the shrewsbury food festival not by the, the name, whole festival
0: but the, <laughs> <laughs> the fire certainly part. the uh, <laughs>
2: the fire area yeah so um i'm good friends with them um, with beth who's the, the sort of the owner of the you know the shropshire festivals company and um she's always really keen to find new ways of you know bringing something different to to the festival and um i was quite interested in the whole competition barbecue thing. Now, I didn't necessarily want to enter anything, um, but I was definitely interested in the the concept. And so, um, we've got a uh, Shropshire team, um, Joe Allwood, uh, Smoking Salop. I don't know if you've heard of those oh, guys. Yeah. Yeah, no. yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, so I, I messaged Joe and just said, "Look, you know, what? How do we?" And I knew nothing about competition barbecue at this point, no, no, I had no, no idea that there was, you know, sanctioning body and all, all that, you know, whether you could use IBQN or um, what is it, K- uh, KCBS,
1: yeah,
2: one, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, I had no, no idea about any of that. So I sort of sat and had a coffee with Joe, and he sort of explained all of this, and I was just like, wow. And then got hooked up with IBQN, and we, uh, we managed to get the first official barbecue competition in Shropshire at Shrewsbury Food Festival, which has remained and we came back last year and it was bigger. I think we had 12 teams um, compete. Um, and yeah, I think, I mean, I don't know much about, as I say, much about competition barbecue. I think a lot of the time, uh, I mean, there's some really well-organized ones and some not so from what I gather from the teams, but they loved it because it was right in the middle of the, the festival um, and beth had organized them so to have this huge sort of um marquee so they're all under one roof back to back and uh, the vibes are really good you know because well I, I i did a pop-up on the friday night um in in the within the, uh, the the grounds of the festival and i left i think at one o'clock and i could still hear them sort of football raving in the middle of this, <laughs> having their own little mini party it's uh, it's brilliant and Just brought a nice little dimension to the to the festival because a lot of people have no, I mean myself included, had no, have no idea, you know, how complex the whole competition scene is and and and, you know, they were able to walk around and talk to the teams and and a lot of people learnt a lot and then we stuck um, a demo stage on the end of it as well so we had um, well I hosted and then we had various chefs come in. all you know to do some sort of live fire cooking demos as well. So, it's got it's gone really well. Um, it's a real shame it's going to. Well, they're saying it's going to be postponed this year to um, September the fifth. But it's like metopia There's apparently there's um, there's a European and British. Um, Okay, CBS, competition's going on. So I don't think there's going to be much of a a competition this year now because of the the change of date and stuff, even if it goes ahead then. Uh, But it's certainly, the competition will certainly be back, you know, um, next year. Uh, Hopefully, should still be a demo stage there this year, though. Yeah. Uh, You know, um, I think Kamado are interested in being involved with that, are they?
1: Ben? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, <laughs> good news to put him on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: no, we, yeah, we were keen. I haven't heard about the new dates for it, but have yeah, it's cool. that It's happening again. I, I, I hate it when festivals just Sorry, get cancelled and that's about. the end of it. And it's awesome to hear that they're going to make an effort to still get it in the diary this year. So that's really cool. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. As I say, it's bad planning, really, with the um, you know, the other stuff that's going on. But I think everybody's trying to shift stuff around, and you know, there's. Yeah, there's um, going
0: to be a lot of lot yeah. of events that need to try and squeeze into a, half a year. Everyone,
1: it's so. <laughs> going to be understanding. I mean, everyone's in the same boat. It's just cool that you're trying to trying to do it. As Ben said, and everyone's going to have to just be as understanding as we all can, you know. And and it's just going to be a bit of a mixed match this year, and and we'll have to see what we can all do. But but yeah, yeah. no, it's 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 awesome. Yeah, very cool.
2: Yeah, no, it's, it's, it, and people are sort of looking for it now. You know, I think because it's been there for the last two years, and the competition grew last year. And um, yeah, you know, we had a great. It's, it's a real shame that it's not going to happen um, this time around because we had plans. We've we had we've got uh, we had Ed Gash and um, come in to do um, demos there. We, we were going to have um, Tony Northwood was going to be building smoke build a build a smoker workshop. We had all sorts of stuff planned. But yeah, um,
0: taking it all to the next to level. Be,
2: yeah, that's it. Yeah, but people people are interested, and you know, and I think um, certainly putting in the middle of Shropshire Food Festival a sort of made barbecue and live fire cooking certainly, I think, has pushed it up up the um, interest, you know, uh, yeah. to a lot of people in Shropshire, yeah. where we might not sort you know known too much about it before, but it's definitely on, you know. Yeah.
1: I mean, when you live in it, like we all do, it's sort of like you're in a bubble. But, but to some people, they're like, what? You can do this on a barbecue. You can do that yeah, on a barbecue. Yeah. You can cook this. And it is just like a whole new world for other people. So it is great. Sort of not publicity, but almost just sort of education or or totally. just, just a chance for it. Exposure, maybe. I don't know what the right word is for it. But for something something like that, where where you're putting it in the in the middle of a big food festival like that, and everyone's seeing it, it is, it's great for the, for the whole community, really.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I think it's um, it's just what it needs, isn't it? It's, if people see it going on and, and can, can can reach out and sort of, you know, ask questions at the end and 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 sort of just be immersed in, in, in yeah, like the demonstrations or watching the teams, you know, scraping the, skin the inside of a, the the sticking skin or whatever. <laughs> um, you know, it just raises people's interest, doesn't it? Um, Most definitely. Certainly, you know, not necessarily from the festivals, but the amount of people I get message me through sort of social media now for tips and advice and stuff. People are, you know, I think it's 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 growing all the time, and people are becoming more and more interested in the in the whole cooking outdoor scene, particularly with this lockdown at the moment. I imagine like talking to uh, my friend who. um Owns a charcoal company, a local charcoal company, and um, he was saying that it's just gone off the chain. Like, <laughs> people after charcoal, because I think a lot of the important stuff can't, not can't come in at the moment for whatever reason. And um, and so yeah, he's just it's flying because everybody wants to be cooking outdoors at the moment while they're, while they're at home.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, everyone's I mean, making the most of this. Yeah, time at home, and luckily it seems to be awesome weather at the moment as well. I might, it's
1: all might, late, might, might be it? about to change it it, now, i think <laughs> it is, yeah. yeah i mean something that is something that may be positive that could come out of this whole thing is that people tend to buy uh, a lot more british and and uh, and there's obviously a lot less due to availability of imported goods around and so it's nice that people are actually yeah. using a lot more british produce including things like charcoal but also stuff like uh, meats and, and vegetables and whatever it may be we it might uh, be a small silver lining potentially to come out of this uh, situation, and, and and it's it's nice to see. It's nice to see that maybe these people that are having to buy that that wouldn't have usually bought the the charcoal from this local uh, this local company would actually maybe in the future turn to them as a as a first yeah. choice, and and that's yeah, that's the sort of maybe exactly. the the small the small good things that could come out of this, perhaps.
2: Yeah, sure. I mean, the same same goes for my butcher. I mean, my, my butchers working uh, all around the clock at the moment it's you know they're, i mean they're, they're very popular butchers anyway um but you know i i um i spoke to lauren the, the girl who is well she's it's the family business she kind of fronts it up um the other day and she was just sort of saying that they're busier than they are normally when they're open yeah. because the amount of people that are stuff in um you know and the supermarkets can't cope and there's, there's no no slots, so people are starting to use independence and then i think. Then they realize the quality of the service and, and you know and the quality of the, the food and the, the you know people are reaching out for local products i mean I've been pushing a lot of a lot of fr- and my friends are really really affected you know um in have got small companies charcuterie and wine and various different pieces bits and pieces that friends do in Shropshire I've sort of been pushing their bits and pieces on my social media <clears throat> just to try and help them out in this in this situation and and you know the people are spending the money on you know they, they want to have that a little bit of something a little bit nicer because they're at home they can't go out I think people are just trying things and it's gonna hopefully raise the profile of a lot of independents I know it's it's a tough time but I think that coming out the other end of it it could be quite positive in some in some
1: ways yeah we, we can only hope we can only hope exactly I mean that's that's definitely one of the views that, that I'm hopefully taking on it and it's it's great to see that some of these local businesses are doing well off the back of it in in, in certain ways, and obviously it's sad that some aren't. But sure. we can only look at the the silver linings of it all and, and hope for the best for everyone, really. Absolutely,
2: yeah, yeah. I mean, we don't really know how it's going to affect anybody, do we, at the moment? But let's not talk too much about coronavirus. No, no, no. <laughs> no.
0: I was going to. You, you touched on it a minute ago. I just wanted to ask you a bit more about it because I did see you promoting it a little while ago when you did your. I think you did a nosh up in a brewery. And oh you, yeah! That's so you did a few different pop-ups and stuff in different places, and I remember at the time when you did that one that I looked at the menu and it had some really cool names of stuff that was on the menu. You had like beans on toast on crack and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell <laughs> tell us a few ideas that you had on your menu because you, I think you did like beer pairings of everything as well, didn't you?
2: Yeah, so it's a local brewery and they they do craft beer. Um, they their chief brewer's. I can't, I can't remember where he came from. Now came from a, a you know a very highly respected brewery in over in Birmingham. And he he's a he's a genius. I mean, they've got I think they've got fifteen different craft beers in the brew at the moment. Um, and we so I did a a nine course tasting menu um, paired a third of a pint with each with each course. Um, nice. And that was literally probably a week before lockdown came and hit us. This is the last thing I did. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, and we had. Did it go I well? Remember the menu? Yeah, it was good. It was good. Um, I think we had sold maybe thirty seats or something. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it was good. Um, it was a Sunday afternoon, and yeah, had some amazing feedback. We did sort of did. I can't even remember if it was on the menu now. Beans on toast on crack. We did like uh, pulled beef Carolyn taco. Um, we did. Uh, i did some um smoked ice cream um what else did we do there's all sorts of there's nine different things i can't remember now <laughs> yeah. but
0: yeah, yeah. i've but, just uh, quickly uh, like while you've been talking i've just been hunting through and i found the post on here you had a, oh yeah it's called mon cherie the charcoal charred cherry ice cream chipotle yeah. chocolate is that good
2: oh it was amazing yeah like uh, i mean i actually got the, uh, the idea from uh Niklas Ekdet. I never Estet, say his surname. Yeah. Yeah. Um He was infusing charcoal into cream uh mm. on. I think it was on Saturday Kitchen while he was over. I think it was at the end of Crazy Delicious when he was, and he was he did a couple of TV shows and and uh, and I'd never thought of of doing it and so I tried to sort of infusing it and couldn't believe the flavor. So I was like, oh, we make ice cream and because I, I don't, I I don't really do desserts generally, um but I figured that the end of this. um you know, nine courses that they need to have something sweet, at least one sweet dish. Yeah. Um, and so I thought ice cream. And so we made this, yeah, uh, charcoal, charred cherry ice cream. And, um, yeah, it went down a storm. I mean, I was really, really pleased with it. And I, and again, that was me. I, I mean, Shropshire has is such a brilliant little food network. Uh, there's a couple of um, Facebook groups and stuff. And I just put out a plea for anybody who makes ice cream professionally, if we could give me a hand to sort of create this one off. And, um, this lovely lady out in um, rural Shropshire called Nanny Janny uh, got, got back to me and said, oh, I've got a little herd of dairy um, Jersey cows and uh, make my own ice cream here and you can come up. And so I went up there for the day and, well, for the afternoon. And um, we made this, we made sort of like eight litres of this ice cream. And cool. um, yeah, and that got her a good little bit of promotion as well, you know, um, sort of did a bit of social media and, and whatever. Um, and yeah, just, it just again, it's just networking across sort of using local people. Um, but it was a nice little story to be able to tell people as we were sort of taking the food out, you know, um, or that they've seen on post previous building up to it that, that that's the ice cream that you sort of saw you making the other day. And yeah, it was uh, I think it went well, it was good. I certainly enjoyed it. <laughs> that's, the
0: <main> <laughs> that's the main thing, as long as you liked it. <laughs> we, we did ice cream, didn't we? Dan, when we did the my kitchen rules show and everything was like supposed to be kind of practiced well rehearsed recipes and we'd never made ice cream before (laughs) (laughs) actually came out really well yeah yeah it's pretty good Uh, surprisingly yeah i don't know how but it did one of the only (laughs) things
2: I (laughs) (laughs) I i remember that show my kitchen rules i need to i need to look it up i definitely remember the name yeah and i didn't realize you guys were on it until you mentioned yeah. just
0: before we you know just the other day yeah just just uh don't watch the first episode we were on <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> wasn't as good as your first episode on crazy delicious <laughs>
2: well the only episode
0: <laughs> <laughs> how, how did you? Uh, feel? Yeah. So t- yeah, was- tell us a bit about that show because it kind of like i don't know when i first saw like the trailers for it appear on the tv it was like some crazy willy wonka looking show and i was like this looks really different and cool how was yeah, it to be it was, on it
2: it was definitely different um <laughs> yeah it was interesting i mean tv world's a crazy one isn't it it's not something i really knew too much about and um they i think to be honest i was a, a, a last minute fill in um <laughs> get, getting on there because The other guys I spoke to, they they auditioned for the show and I didn't at all. I just basically got approached through Instagram. Um, The cast and producer just messaged me and sort of said, you know, we're doing this show. Would you be interested in doing an audition? Um, Talked me a little bit about it. Would you do a Skype audition um, this afternoon? I was just like, all right. It sounded quite interesting. You know, you sort of say exactly what you just said, really. You just just described it as imagine, um, you know, Willy Wonka um, had sort of built this set and it's full of edible uh, ingredients you go around and forage and you know it's it's really high budget it's going netflix and and um channel 4 so i was like oh sounds quite interesting so I, I did this skype interview and um literally a few hours later they rang me back and said oh yeah can you come to london on monday we want you to be on it and we start filming a week later and i was just <laughs> like wow and um yeah the the other two who i was on with who I was on with basically said that they um, they'd had to do auditions and all sorts, um, so yeah. So it was all it all came around really quickly. Anyway, um, and then the set was just unbelievable. Like you know, uh, I mean, it's Elstree Studios, so it's um, nice, you know, huge uh, TV studio there. Um, but it was enormous. The set, and I just couldn't believe, you know, the the, the team behind getting everything in there. Obviously, you know, having to keep. Topping things up because I was the last show to be uh, to be filmed. Um, they were breaking the set down as we were leaving on the on the third day of filming, um, and so they'd already had like uh, however many fifteen different people through um, picking the things off the trees and stuff. So they're constantly having to bring in new trees and, and <laughs> new bushes and bits and pieces and, and like hanging lemons with paper clips in the trees to make it look like they were growing and stuff. So it was quite bizarre to sort of. Um, experience that um yeah being being on such a wacky set was it was was crazy and having to walk up that kind of mountain to the the gods up in the clouds I mean it's all just a bit bizarre really um but yeah it was it was good fun i enjoyed it um whether i do something like that again i'm not sure yeah. <laughs> especially i think um the show was there was a few you know there's a few things for me that maybe they could have done differently um to sort of make it a bit more, the flow a little bit better. I think a lot of, if, if I'd have had a quid for the amount of people that sort of said to me, so were uh, you, you know, when's the semi final or when are you won next? And it's like, mm. no, 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 it's just episode. Um, yeah, I just, I think a, a few things maybe for me would have needed to, be, needed to be changed. And because it's the very first episode, obviously you've got, you know, I had nothing to, it's not like you can say, oh, it's the third series of this, so you can go and have a look uh, and see.
0: You
1: know, what
2: the show's like. So it was a it was a bit of a gamble
0: really. But yeah, um it was good fun. I really yeah. enjoyed it. I guess yeah, like the, the the experience that you have when you do go on T V is so different, you learn so much from it, don't you? Like you every oh, yeah. every T V show that me and Dan have watched probably ever since we think so differently about it, having like been involved just in the production. <laughs> yeah, just ruin everything now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, well, because on the show you had, um, had Heston and Nicholas Ekstet, so some pretty cool people to be chatting to and talking yeah. to on there.
2: Yeah, yeah, and Carla Hall as well, who's not necessarily yeah. that well in the UK, but she's um, so she's written books around soul food and stuff. So to be honest with you, I think I felt like those 3 I'm going to call them judges now because God just feels ridiculous, but um, <laughs> those three judges... Um, I had a I felt like I had a bit of a connection to all of them in some senses because a lot of the food I I cook you know um, is very you know, soul food esque or you know cooking with fire I like to do a lot of fusion type stuff so I think you know we, I felt like uh, I had some kind of a connection with all of them really um, which was a good start mm. I guess. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I didn't we, realize uh,
0: it was just like that one episode. I, I in myself, I thought like, "Oh, you've won that one, so you'll be coming up for a, like the next round or something like that." Yeah,
2: exactly. But it's not. It's just uh, a yeah. just win the episode, and then that's it. I don't just, know if that's because so you just so won,
0: it. then basically it's easy, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that's it. yeah, yeah. But
1: it's only out of three people, so it's not like. You know, <laughs> You match. don't need to tell people that though, you just want it. You know I mean? yeah. That's... <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I just but, read um, on your
0: description, in your profile, you put episode one winner. Just put winner. Just <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> pick it up, come on. Well, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think it might have something to do with the fact it's going out on Netflix. I think in May it's going on Netflix worldwide. So yeah. generally, I think on Netflix, they want it to be a bit more bite sized. You can just pick up an episode and watch it, and yeah. and then you don't necessarily have to. Be following it each week, or you know, yeah. um, watch yeah. the whole series to see who's won. Um, I don't know what what their what their thoughts were really
0: yeah. uh,
2: around that. But for me, it would have been a bit better if we could have gone on for you know two or three. If you could do a, a semi and a, and then a final, scene like this, um, I think it would have just given it a bit more substance. It gives people a chance as well to sort of get a relationship. You know, start to feel like not get a relationship with, but yeah. start to
0: feel you know like they the know.
2: Yeah, he just started, I don't think there was uh, enough time for that really. But probably a good thing. Probably done me a, do a
0: favour. <laughs> well, if they got to know you properly, then <laughs> could have some serious <laughs> <I'm> problems. <dying. laughs> yeah, they got to know us too well.
2: <laughs> just about managed to be nice for one episode.
0: Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah, Dan, you, had, you received some uh, suggestions of features, didn't you? So. What, do you want to go with what your one of your favourite feature for today was? Well,
1: favourite or one of the only, but I think we're going to go with it. I quite like it. So, but we've already touched the subject, so I don't want to don't want to dwell on it for too long. But we've we've requested three Shropshire survival tips for surviving lockdown. So please hit us with your three top tips.
2: Okay, uh, number one would be to use your local independence yeah get taste some, buy something bites you don't normally buy taste something amazing use your local butchers try and avoid your supermarkets um and just yeah support your support the local people um because otherwise you know they may not be there on the other side of this it's uh, it's quite serious so i think definitely supporting local people uh i'd say have a good stock of booze in
1: Yeah, always important.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And um, you know, don't put your phone down and put some music on every now and then. And just you know, you don't have to be, or you know, necessarily watching the TV, but just use the time, spend the time with the kids, the family. Just use the time wisely, because you know, if you are locked down and you're at home, uh, you're probably not going to get this much time, this much chance to do that again for an awful long time, are you? And um, just, just yeah, just embrace it. I think you know we've got to just make the most
1: of what you know the the cards were dealt at the
0: moment haven't we? And, and that's uh yeah that's that was my third tip sounds good very nice thanks like thank it. yeah yeah well it's been great having you on the show today mate it's been awesome to catch up and get to learn a bit about you you're a yeah. you're now a friend of the show so we may have to call you back at some point i'm afraid uh, that's
2: alright, yeah, sounds good. I've really enjoyed it. I've not really done too many podcasts before, um, so it's... Uh...
0: Well, we'll ease you in gently with this one. And we Sorry? We'll ease you in gently on this one. You eased me in
2: gently, right. Yeah, didn't,
0: didn't make you get drunk or anything.
2: Oh, uh, right, yeah, well, that, that uh, is something that happened recently, and um, I didn't... I didn't um, advertised that I've been on it let's put it that way <laughs> you have back, now <laughs> was just, that was a very good idea really was it, it was going on there but never mind <laughs> so just haven't pushed it anywhere it, it is out like, you'll have to find it won't you search the internet guys
0: <laughs> you'll find it it's <laughs> out there <laughs> cool well thanks for coming on mate it's been great to speak yeah, to you thank you speak to you soon yeah you too cheers Bye-bye. mate bye bye <coughs>